but at that point of time there was a good friend of mine he actually wanted to become a hero he was good looking he was struggling and i used to feel that he is going to waste his life because films were like you know i was never ever interested in that that was shiraz ahmed he's a renowned writer in the film industry and has been one for over 28 years now he entered the industry at the age of 25 and since then has gone on to write over 20 films and several other shows some of his work includes films like race hamraz aitraz and wanted but he never at any moment in his childhood thought that he would write let alone be a part of this industry this is his story Hello there I'm Amir Khan and this is a Z Medium podcast a podcast that talks to people and about them too we take out the most significant experiences of an individual and package it in the form of a story sharing those with you we narrate people's journeys in the simplest way we can there's a new person every episode so do check out the previous ones i'm sure you'll find someone to relate to let's start with this one shall we From his childhood Shiraz has been notorious for bunking classes and watching movies. He was smart, actually a little too smart for school. He comes from a conservative middle class family that thought films were really not good for a child's character. Actually, let's let's hear it from him. So you've been essentially doing this for a very long time now. Do you have a number in mind as to how long you've been doing this for? See, I I belong to a a proper business family so there's no writer in my family there is no so and it and everything just happened i did a lot of businesses see we had a shop in uh, one of the areas which is called bindi bazaar and that area is called chor bazaar it was a family business grandfather uncles and there were these my father and his younger brother and i was obviously in school and i was like a very good student in school but i was uh, a menace actually sort of i used to bunk schools and i used to do anything that a student shouldn't do i used to do that there used to be a lot of complaints and everything and i used to punk classes and at that time i didn't even imagine that i want to wanted to be a writer there was not even a slight thought also about it i just wanted to have a career make money do something which like uh, which uh, i would feel that i have done something because i used to and i used to love films i don't know why there were two things that i used to love i'm not a sports person i'm not interested i was never interested in any kind of sports and my thing was that my father used to tell me that okay if you if you come in the first five what do you want and i used to say books i used to love books i still love books i have got a huge huge collection of books in my house right now i read mostly fiction 90% i read fiction and i i didn't even know what i was being prepared for so what happened was that i used to bunk school for films and films were strictly a no in my house we were we were a conservative uh, conservative middle class family where films were not like my father used to feel that films are going to affect your character and everything which was the thought of most parents in those days since i was like 10 or 11 used to watch one film on eid that was it it's amazing to see how someone who was restricted to do something went ahead and made a name for himself in that very very restricted field when it's written for you it will happen shiraz is the least educated member of his family and the very context of this episode us talking about a well known writer proves that a lack of education really doesn't get in the way when you're hard working talented and determined 
It was only an obsession of films that somehow paved the way for what he was to become. Nothing else. My sister is a, a principal in Anjuman Islam uh, Home Science. My son right now just completed his MBBS. My wife is more educated than me. But I read a lot. So I believe that it is not degrees that make you or it is not that okay, I've done uh, MBA or I've done that. I don't believe in that. It is life that teaches you. You just mm-hmm. need to know the languages. So I used to, you know, the money, whatever that I used to, I used to sell my books to watch films. Uh, and my, my school was near Rigal Theatre. There is a, a place called Kulaba in Bombay. So my school was there. So this theatre was just next door and there were other theatres which were like, a, a, say, a 15-20 minute walk. So I used to watch a 10 o'clock film. It used to get over at 1 o'clock and watch a 1 o'clock film that used to get over at around 4 o'clock. And then I used to walk back home because I was saving money for the other day. You know, or for that, I did everything I begged. I stole. I used to take money from my father's pocket and everything, anything that I could see, I was just obsessed with films. An obsession with films is different from what you really want to do in life. There is something you absolutely love. But if there are no means of making that your career, you have to start thinking about how you will survive in this world. However, a young Shiraz had no idea of his future. And all he could do was go with the flow and dabble in a few things until he discovered what he really desired. If if you're not wanting to, or you didn't have the thought of becoming a writer, uh, what is what was it that you wanted to do at a young age? What was your aspiration like? See, my aspiration, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, at that time, I didn't understand my own mind. I was just going with the flow. Then later on, I realized I was doing the right thing. So it was not like yeah, I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be an engineer. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I just wanted to see. I was in the shop where you have these uncles. They, the uncles were like very, very, uh, they were kind of oppressive also a little bit. So I used to always get these taunts because I used to come to the shop also very late. And then uh, when they shifted, when my uncle and my uh, saying my my grandmother grandfather's family shifted to the antique piece business, so there was no one who could speak English. And we the most of the customers that we had were all foreigners. They used to come from all parts of the country. When I went to the shop, the sales started increasing because I knew the language. So I was speaking to all these customers and everything. And I got a lot of exposure. What shaped my entire career later on which I realize now is that I met so many different kinds of people there. The foreigners, of course, were there and they were like, I got to know that, okay, this is a British accent. This is an American accent. These guys are German. These guys are Russian. So I used to recognize those faces and all that stuff happened. And besides that, you know, the people from all walks of life used to be in Chor Bazaar. When I used to go to the shop also, I used to go late. So always used to taunt me and used to tell me, you get out of the day you get out step with. At that time, you know, parents... And elders used to speak this kind of language. You step out of the shop and you just earn one rupee. That really hit him. The fact that they thought he couldn't do something on his own. He didn't take that with a pinch of salt. So the only way to prove that fact wrong was to do something on his own accord. At 17, he, along with one of his friends, set up a workshop nearby that sold ready-made garments. They could have made it into something big, but that business was short-lived. Pretty soon, the area was hit with heavy rains, floods, then the Mumbai riots happened and that chapter of his life had to come to an end. He never thought of that as a failure though. It was just another learning for him. Even in business, he claimed that many people took advantage of his innocence as a youngster. 
He wasn't street smart, but the experience taught him to be more careful. It made him aware of sharp people out there in the world, and in no way, shape, or form did he ever stop. He did something or the other to earn money. It wasn't long-lasting. He didn't think about the future a lot. He was just going with opportunities that came his way. But at that point of time, there was a good friend of mine. He actually wanted to become a hero. He was good-looking. He was struggling, and I used to feel that he's going to waste his life because films were like you know I was never ever interested in the in, in this field. But I used to read so much. There were these stories that were coming up in my mind, and so whenever I used to meet him, he used to take me to his shoots. Hmm. So he signed a film. and i used to just tell him some random stories when there would be this lunch time and anything you know i thought of something so right. i used to just generally conjure up a story i'd never written an episode not a screenplay it was just a story right. so when i used to narrate the story you won't believe this i should mention this okay when i used to narrate the stories these guys used to give me a signing amount at that time signing amount used to be like 2000 rupees 2500 rupees and you won't believe it most of the signing amount i never cashed because i was so scared okay if i spend this money and tomorrow when i when i will write these episodes and i can't do it i'll have to return the money then later on i understood it doesn't have work that way and i should just narrate it to him and i whatever i narrated at that time also were very visual things that i used to narrate so whenever yeah. i used to narrate these stories to him they they were very visual and he said yeah you should become a writer i said have you lost it all ye mera kaam nahi this is not my job all it takes is a nudge from someone for you to start thinking about something In this case it was that friend who instilled the idea in Shiraz's mind one thing led to another and he was introduced to a lyricist who later became his co-writer they started hanging out in the vicinity of people already in the film industry that's when someone introduced him and his lyricist co-writer to one of the finest actors of comedy today then a stand-up comedian of course Johnny Lever so he introduced us both of us to Johnny Bhai and Johnny Bhai say see we used to just have normal conversations so he started liking us so we used to go to his shows at that time used to do a lot of stage shows and everything and he was also doing films and and then one day what happened he gave us a call and he said that there is this uh, director called Pankaj Parashar and i knew pankaj parashar because pankaj parashar at that point of time had made he had made a, a very popular television uh, serial called karamchand it was very popular in those times mm. and he had made a film called jalwa which was which was a huge hit so he was a big guy so he had a television serial on air which he himself was directing and he had a writer who was at that time at that point of time a big writer from the industry and that writer got got too busy so what happened was he was neglecting the episode so three or four episodes had been telecast and then this writer was you know he just vanished so now pankaj parashar was very scared because he had to shoot this uh, uh, johnny liver meets pankaj parashar somewhere just a random meeting and he says what are you doing he said yeah i'm doing this serial but the problem is this writer has become very busy and i have to chase him and everything so i'm looking out for some good writers so johnny by being a friend said are i've got two young guys you meet them we went there so he was like he was quite apprehensive at the start and then he said you okay, see these four episodes have been telecast and now i need to uh, shoot the fifth episode and these set of characters that are there two central characters they have some issue they some film shoot they have to go to so they are not going to come to the shoot so you have to take off those two central characters and still the episode has to be interesting he gave me some video cassettes and he said you watch these uh, four episodes and then you take the story forward he said okay we'll do it and there was kind of no experience in life never done it no guru so now i'm thinking what to do with this for two days i didn't even watch those uh, those videos 
it was a saturday and i called him up in the evening at 6 o'clock and i asked him ki acha listen uh, i saw the episodes can i introduce one character in this he heard this there was a big pause and he started blasting me it's been two days you've not written anything and now you're asking me this i need the episodes tomorrow he had and he was about to keep the phone i said wait you want it tomorrow i'll get it for you tomorrow i don't know why i said that it was almighty who made me say this so i said i'll get them tomorrow he said tomorrow 12 o'clock anyone who's made that big a commitment normally gets to work immediately but shiraz and his partner who was a lyricist and wrote dialogues as well left for the latter's house they were stressed yes they probably had made a commitment they could not fulfill the pressure was on in a time when a person does not necessarily have the answers right in front of him they seek the help of the almighty that's what happens and it's normal sometimes it's even hopeful to do that so shiraz took a plain sheet of paper from a store nearby actually he took several plain sheets of paper a pen and sat down by the shop's shutters as everything closed down to write down an entire 25 minute episode in the middle of the night on the streets of mumbai and i was just asking the almighty ki i want to write it time started going 1 o'clock happened 1:30 happened 2 o'clock suddenly some thoughts started coming to my mind i started writing them i started jotting them by the time the fajr namaz uh, fajr azan happened i had written the entire episode complete episode was ready i read it i reread it i didn't know about timing i didn't know about anything i just knew ki acha the episode has to be 22 24 minutes and there are ads which are going to come in where to make a ad break nothing i didn't know any damn thing so i gave it to him i said see dialogues are written there see what changes you can make in the dialogues make it more humorous or something because he had a very good sense of humor so i said to see what you can do and then i just you know there was this small cot so i said i'll just take a nap got up at around 10 10 o'clock just washed my face as soon as it was 12 o'clock i rang the bell he looked at us looked at the file in my hand was shocked the papers in my hand was shocked he said you did it because yeah so we got inside we sat in this i can still visualize the entire thing and sat down there i started reading it he said okay start so i reading he's not reacting and it ended there used to be no mobile phones at that point of time so he picked up his phone he called up his chief assistant he said bupi come immediately these two guys you don't know what they have done. this guy comes and bupi also comes and he starts telling her look at what they have written he's even written intercuts he didn't change a single word in the episode not a single we just asked how much money are you are you doing? and that's how it started from a random introduction with johnny lever to meeting pankaj parashar to bagging their first series for a young boy who had not been exposed to a lot of money at the time he was paid 8000 rupees per episode which equates to about 85 to 95000 rupees today not only that but when the second season was made they were brought back as writers shiraz always went with the flow but this time the flow seemed to be in the right direction a direction he was loving more than monetary satisfaction and peace it was the realization that he could really write that made shiraz confident he was blessed with the ability to pen down his thoughts in a way that could be imagined and portrayed on screen with minimal effort he respected the talent he was blessed with and became the highest paid writer at that point of time 
if the industry rates were 20000 he would be charging 25000 but it was not always for money for his friends or for people that wanted to do something good but didn't have the money for it he wrote for free as well as time went by people started recognizing his work if you're in an industry providing quality content that people are loving opportunities rise in no time and that's how he bagged his first film it wasn't the highest budget film but it was enough to get him in the eyes of the right people to write a mithun chakravarti film was like the maximum an act, a writer could get paid was those that john those genre of films used to get 75000 rupees or 50000 rupees was that common line because they were those middle of the run films mithun chakravarti at one point of time was a huge star and then he i should say he went to uti he settled down in uti he stopped coming to bombay so there was this entire factory film factory that he started there where there was this period where the producers used to go there shoot films and come so when i met this guy the producer someone a director introduced me to this producer called jawaharlal bafna and this producer had made a lot of big films like he had made films with rajesh khanna he had made films with rishi kapoor with jaya prada all those in, in, in that time those guys were big problem with me was okay because i wanted to write films before that whenever you know people used to recommend me i never went to a producer in my life but that is not arrogance but someone used to someone or the other used to get me introduced to someone never used to happen now i went to go to this producer jawarlal bafna and he when i narrated the story to him he immediately loved the story and said i want to make this film now i got very scared because this like the same thing happened with that uh, tv series i was scared i'd never written a film and writing a film and writing a television series are two different ball games totally different approach towards the screenplay in a television series you tend to elongate things yeah in a film you tend to say a, a story of say a 10 years or 5 years or 2 years or 1 year it has to be compressed into 2 and a half hours my aim was films but i got so scared so he told he asked me how much money i want to take so to get out of the thing Where people used to charge seventy-five thousand, I quoted one lakh twenty-five thousand. So this guy started laughing. He said, "You have lost your mind." Mm-hmm. And he says, "I will give you fifty thousand rupees." Nay, hoga. So he said, "Okay, okay." Jawaharlal Bafna thought they were negotiating. Little did he know, Shirhas was genuine in his fear, which is why he was quoting a higher amount to get out of it. But this was not the end. Fifteen days later, Shirhas got a call from him again, asking him to come to the office. this time with a 75000 rupee contract shiraz politely refused and they parted ways again and yet again 10 days later shiraz gets a call this time for a 115000 rupee contract bafna was 58 at the time well known respected shiraz was still young and as the indian culture goes shiraz accepted the 115000 rupee contract with 10000 off as a sign of respect to jawaharlal bafna that was his first film dadagiri went on to do well shiraz got a signing amount for another film from j bafna before the release of the mithun chakraborty starrer dadagiri he was on a roll with a hit rate of about 80% in about 22 odd films that he did over the years and that's because he constantly wrote to write at such a high level for that many years is a process of its own but what we've not discussed so far 
is Shiraz's writing process and what it takes to actually come up with a good story, a good script and a good screenplay. I have a bank, like uh, I've got comedy scripts, I've got action scripts, I've got thrillers and so just, all that stuff is there. Just one question here, like even when you're not doing uh, a film or writing for a film, you're anyway writing every day. Absolutely. Not every day. See, the thing is, I am, you won't believe it, but most of the times I'm just watching films, I'm reading, I'm going out. Ideas strike you. When an idea strikes me, then I sit down to write it. And, and I write it in like a full one pager. You write the whole script. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I'll write the entire story in a one page. Sometimes it will take two, three pages. Sometimes I'll write it scene by scene. Means scene to scene. I'll complete the entire script also. So I used to be in Khandala. In, there was this hotel which was my favorite called Dukes. And I've stayed there for like 25 days, 30 days. Sometimes in off season when I used to go, I used to be the only guy staying in an entire hotel, which is a huge hotel. And I'm the only person staying there. And I, my thing was that whenever I used to go for writing, I never used to come out of the room. Like uh, the room gets locked. First, the deal is with the, with the management. Everything is going to be served inside the inside the room. So first time when I went there, so the manager got scared after three or four days. He rang the bell. He thought hey, everything is coming inside the room. He thought I was sick or something. And when I opened the door, my beard was like this big. It was like eight days. And he, and he said, are you sick or something? I said, no, you're not coming out. I said, does not come out for a year on a holiday. Come out to write. <laughs> so, it was, so I can stay with myself. And which I thank the Almighty for that. Because mostly, you know, you tend to do get into all the wrong stuff when mm. you want company or when you are when you are happy with yourself with your own self i am my own company i love it i like my i like to be with my family my children and yeah. i uh, like so that's the thing shiraz's work speaks for itself everyone who's made it in the industry gets talked about after they've made it and so as we come to the end of the podcast we wanted to focus more on the process of how it happened the hard work put in the sacrifices made and the behind the scenes of all of it. And that for you was the man whose word eventually came onto the screen. Hey, if you like that episode, share it with others. You never know how you sharing it could impact someone in the most difficult of times. You never know, you might just share something life-changing for someone else. And yes, the common drill. Follow us for the latest updates on LinkedIn and Instagram. We're here to stay. We promise, and we're bringing a whole lot more for you. Stay tuned, and goodbye for now.